The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Namaste. Welcome to the Conscious Combo Podcast. I am your host and teacher, Pippa Leslie. I'm here to share everything I learn, see, and channel. This podcast is for the conscious and curious beings who are ready to dive deeper into spirituality. I am so grateful you are here. Hi guys, welcome back. So again, I'm excited today to come to talk to you. I've got two guests with me today, which is a first for me. So I'm excited and also bringing something to you that I've not done before. I'm with Michelle again from the Crystal Point. That's the crystal shop in Hamilton where I now live. As you all know, I emigrated to New Zealand May of 2022. I've also got Jocelyn Takanawa. She is a reader and a healer doing intuitive readings for the Crystal Point. So I'm going to be talking to her as well. But first, Michelle is back from the Crystal Point and I just want to say hi to her again. Good morning. Good morning. So... I found Michelle because I was looking for crystals when I got to New Zealand, obviously, to get my little altar set up in the house. And I came across Michelle because someone recommended her to me. So we've become good friends and I've been coming here quite a lot. So it's good to talk to her. But I wanted to bring in Jocelyn today because she is part of the the readers and the healers that Michelle will have at the shop uh, weekly and monthly, things like that. So it's good to have her perspective and to bring her energy here as well. So I'm excited to talk to her. So Michelle, what's been going on over the last couple of days? I know you mentioned when I come in the shop, the energy's been a bit... Uh. Yes, I'm sure there's other people that um, may be able to relate. I've just found it really hard mm. to connect energy and information. Mm. So, you know, whether it's preparation for talks like today or whether it's just processing the information throughout the day, it's just been like sort of sharp arrows or something mm. coming in and just trying not to be affected by it. Yeah, I think it's like the flow. Like I felt like that I think because I've got, I've, if you can tell my voice is a little bit, because I've got my hay fever that's been going on the last few days and that's knocked me off as well. Like trying to meditate when you've got a blocked nose is can be quite hard sometimes. So yeah, that can be, so when, when you when you kind of feel out of flow, you feel funky, don't you? It's, yeah. yeah, it'd be nice to be level all the time, but we need to recognise yeah. that it's quite normal to have our energy go up and down. But if we're aware of it and we know other people are going through it, then we can move forward mm-hmm. and just understand, okay, maybe today I'm not going to get as much done as what mm-hmm. I normally do. Have yeah. to put some things on the back burner and just mm-hmm. accept that that's how it is today. Yeah, that's a good advice to give. Like I said, with people who are going through that, if you are going through that kind of, your energy doesn't feel great. We were just, we were just talking about it before we press record. Sometimes the energy's off and you feel off and just to know you're not alone, you know, reach out to your spiritual 
girlfriends, your spiritual community, because they're probably going through something similar. And it's it's interesting because I've felt like that a few times, you know, especially coming to a new country and not having loads of friends, meeting new friends and people in, in New Zealand. You know, sometimes when I felt lonely, yeah. you know, Chris is at work all day when I first got here and I'm like, oh, I like, Aww. I want him to be at home all day. So remembering that you aren't alone, just reach out to people who you trust and love and they'll probably say, you know what, I've gone through that too. I'm glad you reached out to me. And so, a really good thing to do too mm-hmm. is having a bath. Yeah, we just talked so, about having a bath. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you use Himalayan salt or Epsom salt, just use the best of whatever you've mm. got available to mm. you. And just taking that time out. I know for me this morning, and because Trevor's home full-time now since he's given up his job to come work with me at the shop, I wasn't coping. Yeah. And with him being in, the, in my energy in the room as well, so I just excused myself and said, look, I'll just, I'm going to go have a bath. <laughs> yeah. I just need to go. Mm. and so I ran a bath with Epsom salt and just enjoyed that for about 20 minutes and then came Mm. out refreshed I felt cleared Mm. and I also find after a salt bath is I feel like I'm actually now standing on the earth yeah that I'm actually grounded and connected and centered yeah and then you wanted to talk about some of the crystals around the shop and the different things you've got in the shop you know like that's your like see with me I'm I've never really gone down crystals as much i just love looking at them all the sparkly ones and the pink ones so if someone was coming into the shop and they you know what are some things that you could help people with i know you wanted to talk about it today but the things you had that you mentioned before yeah so a little bit of information about choosing crystals people often come in and they don't know whether they want something smooth tumbled or raw um so just a brief summary if your clusters for example are really good at radiating energy and charging other crystals so for example I like to have a clear quartz cluster one at home one at the shop if any crystals don't feel quite right I can do simple things like just place that crystal into the cluster mm-hmm. um, we also have moon water in our shed so if something's really bad like the other day we had a customer come in and he wanted us to cleanse one of his crystals and as soon as I saw the crystal I could feel the energy on it mm-hmm. and I said hang on a moment let me go get you a bottle of moon water and I gifted him some water to take home with instructions on how to cleanse his crystal because I didn't feel that Mm. crystal I needed to be a part of the energy. So clusters are really, really good. A lot of people use selenite plates to put crystals on. That works as well. Um, Points and towers, they're really good generators and transmuting of negative energy back to source. So people often with a tower visualize the energy being sucked up through the bottom of it like it, as in you know whether it's a tower or a pyramid it absorbs the negative energy in the room and then shoots it back to source mm. so the point on the top um, raw crystals have overall strong energies because they've had less man touch yeah. rolling when things are tumbled they do have um, grits and things that they use so they look pretty so it depends on what you like um Double terminated help you connect your energy to spirit and earth. Mm. If a crystal's got one point, if you face it downwards, it helps earth you. Mm-hmm. If it's got two, then you're connecting your spiritual self and your human self and bringing in that balance. So a lot of pendants are double terminated. Uh, let's just say tumbled and multi-purpose. And then you get crystals like palm stones and flat stones, which are really good as worry stones. Like if you've got a stressful job, stressful family, children, having one in your pocket. A lot of women keep them in their mm-hmm. bras. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and they're also really good for using with massage oil. Yeah. And then colours. When it comes to choosing a colour, so you think of if you're buying it for yourself or someone else, I say to people, relate it to a garden, relate it to flowers. So if you think of something parallel to the crystal, it makes it easier to make a decision. Mm -hmm. So if you were going into a garden centre and you were choosing a pot plant, what colour flower does that plant have? And to me, that leads you to what colour crystal you need. Yeah. So even though you might say you need a yellow one for your sacral chakra, but you don't know, is that block there in that point? Or is that block actually the reason you've got a sore finger? Mm. So we have your energy running through your body. It's not necessarily going to be at that particular point for that chakra because it flows through the entire body. Yeah. So... You know, and then you talk about pain and everything, which is a different subject. But you have spiritual pain and human pain. Yeah. So the crystals can help you with spiritual pain. Mm -hmm. And it's all about trust, um, being open or neutral. So you don't have to believe that crystals might help or do help with your spiritual energy. But it's being open that they could help you. And if they can help with your spiritual energy, then it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. They don't replace doctors, of course. Mm -hmm. We still need doctors and holistic health, etc. Yeah. But the crystals work on that spiritual level. Yeah. So it helps unblocking energy in your body. Um, and yeah, so I believe you select the crystal through one of those sort of ways. We're happy to help you with that. Um, and read the meaning later. Yeah. So often people come in and go, I want for this reason. Whereas if we can let go of that want and tune more into what are we connecting to, what colour flower, what are we drawn to, what's our favourite clothing, mm. you know, what colours are we wearing the most, that tells you where the blocks are and what crystal you need. Yeah, that's like me learning off of you right now as well. Because I think when I ever chose crystals, I would feel into the body where, where I felt it in the body. Yeah. And then go from there, really. Because, again, I wear them in bras and things like that. So, I think... Mean, Crystals, with what I do, Reiki healing, like that's probably why they use them a lot more too, isn't it? Because yes. it's, again, that stagnant energy that's in the body. It helps to remove them. Because I always get my clients to hold the rose quartz and the clear quartz in the oh, hand. Yeah. So that's helping the, the energy move in the body. Totally. But I think, you know, a lot of my Reiki healer friends would have crystal healing under the belt as well to help them, you know, to add add to the modality. What you've just given there, I've, n I've never really heard it that way. So it's just great to have yeah. that knowledge, yeah. I think, again, if you think about going to a garden centre, I would always go for, like, the pinks and the purples. You know, the really bright, vibrant colours, because yeah. they're my favourite colours, so... Well, your pinks, your self-love and your yeah. self-confidence. Mm. And your purples is a nice, calming... Mm. Um, it's also very protective. Yeah. Yeah, and it really resonates with me. So, yeah, thanks for those tips. You're welcome. So, Jossie, hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, thank you. So, what are you, what's your take on crystals? I love crystals. Yeah. I also uh, make crystal pendants. Is that moonstone? No, that's um, blue gold. Not so. moonstone. Yeah. I've actually got a little tumble stone of that, actually. Yeah, I've just realised it's just I've sparkly. I've chakra today. <laughs> so I'm communicating. I love her. it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yep. I didn't think about that, actually, wearing more of the, the, the blues when it's coming down to communicating. It's... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's what totally. I've needed at the moment. Speak my truth. Yeah, speak yeah. truth. Yeah, Definitely. and you got a bit of clear quartz in there to amplify it. Yep. 
Yeah, it's like when we say with Reiki healing, if you want to work on something, you wear the colour, you know, wear more mm. of the colour because it helps. I never thought about that, actually. Just don't want to do interviews. Can you please wear blue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're, like, represented. <laughs> so I'm, I, I have to ask you this first, Jossie, because as my listeners know, I've only been in New Zealand eight months and I'm still getting used to the Maori culture and I'm fascinated with it. And I've I've, I've had lives, and I've had Polynesian lives, past lives. So that's why I've always been drawn to like, you know, Moana and all the, the oh. Aborigine and the oh, Maori beautiful. cultures. Beautiful. So tell me about Mini Mini, because I know it's the healing, Maori healing. Oh. And my first Reiki student that I taught here uh, mentioned this and I was like, oh, so what, what, how did you get into this? Was it something that you've known from a young age? Yeah. Can I first just introduce myself? Yeah, of course. Tēnā koutou katoa, ko Jocelyn Takanoa tōku i ingoa, he uri au no kitao tōku mama, he uri au no Ngāti Manyapoto, me Ngāti Ekairo, ki te tahao tōku pāpa, he uri au no te whakatohia, me Ngāti Pukiao. Kia ora, my name is Jocelyn Takanoa. I'm from, on my mum's side, I'm from Ngāti Manyapoto and Ngāti Ikairo, and on my dad's side, I'm from Te Whakatohia and Ngāti Pukeha. Mini Mini. Mini Mini is uh, a form of Māori healing. It's more, it can be physical touch, it can be spiritual, uh, it can be cover mental and... So for myself, I use Te Whare Tapawha, which is your spiritual, your physical, your mental, or your, your tinana, which is this, the physical, um, which is your body, and whānau. So for me, whānau will cover uh, also relationships in, in that, and whānau means family. I know that one. I remember <laughs> that one from my stepchildren taught me. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, mini mini healing covers that everyone brings a different story to the table you don't always have to be lying on a table you can sit in a chair or wherever you're comfortable and first off you'll have a corridor so we will speak to each other and find out what it is so I'll tune in and connect in with your spirit or your guides your guides will meet my guides beforehand and just to make sure it's right and then when we go through the session I will get messages on what how I can help you or I will allow you to tell me your story and what you would like help with and I will go from there. Mm -hmm. So what's whatever story you bring to the table is what I will work on, whether it's physical touch. Some people don't like to be touched physically and that's fine. We can do energy uh, and also cover just cordial, like speaking to each other to help you uh, de-stress or relieve what it is that you've come for on that day yeah it's beautiful yeah. and it reminds me of like reiki healing because it's the energy as well but i think one thing that was fascinating me was all these different cultures have their own form of healing and i think i mentioned to michelle in the last episode i was i've just studied my second reiki which is egyptian reiki nice because i'm i love egyptian history and i remember saying to myself i was meditating and i was trying to call in some you know egyptian goddesses and I was like, this like Sekhem was coming through, and I was like, I've never heard of you. Like, who are you? And I felt really ignorant. Like, and she, you know, I'm the goddess of healing. And obviously, we all give healing. Hathor can be healing, and you know, all these ones. But she said, you know, look into it, and and I kind of googled it, and I said, I've never even heard of it. And I typed in Egyptian Sekhem healing, and it all came up. Yeah. So it was like the power of that message came through. And I think I always thought I'd never thought about 
obviously the Egyptians were healers and they had their own healer modality, but I never thought about it Aye. until that moment. So it just, when I kind of be able to understand your way of healing in this culture, it just fascinates me because everyone has their own. That's what I love about different cultures. That's why I love travel. And, Aye. and with every practitioner uh, that practices Midi Midi, we mm-hmm. all have our different gifts. Yeah. So when I learned, one, one of the ladies, she she could see meridians mm-hmm. in the body and so it's like fixing that meridian line within the body connecting make sure it's connected all cut off uh I, another lady she would use energy and she worked with feathers and mm. her hands a lot over the body and with myself i could feel at that so at the when i started back in 2015 i could feel how the person was feeling i could feel where they were in pain in their body mm-hmm. and go from there but as i progress other gifts have opened like now i can see mm-hmm. uh now I, I still feel but sometimes i touch that off i switch that off so that i can use other my other senses yeah like even taste and smell mm-hmm. so bring, bringing all those other senses in as well because as each person comes and the more people we work on, the more gifts that come through mm-hmm. uh, in the session. Yeah. So we're learning, we're always learning. So every practitioner has their gifts and different gifts that they bring to the session. Yeah. And generally those that come to the session are who are guided to you and, and for you to help them along their way. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a beautiful thing to remember that you the right people find you on the healing path. Yes. and. Like that's something that I always remember is like I want to go out and help all these people but sometimes you got to sit back and allow them to come to you it's what they teach us in Reiki you can't go out and say can I heal you because that's like not how it works you know because they may not want the healing so it's being just standing there with your light isn't it and letting your light shine and like you said speaking your truth and then people go oh you know what I like Jossie I like Michelle I like Pip and I'm going to go to see them and that's that's the beauty of our gifts isn't it and I always say to people who are listening that everyone has a gift and that to remember that because I, I, you know, I've had clients and friends over the years that, you know, oh, you know, I wish I was gifted and I wish I had psychic abilities or whatever it is. And I say, but you've got your own gift and your gift can be different. You know, I do believe we're all healers in our I, own way. I, you know, yeah. it's like nurturing a baby mm. when a baby's yeah. born and we cuddle them or just mm. hugging a person, you know, that's energy. Yeah. That's an energy mm. exchange or helping someone or just talking to them and lifting them up. That's, that's healing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's using your uniqueness. Yes. So I, you know, I I'm very much into energy and where we came from, and you know, your voice is healing. Like you said, yeah. your touch is healing. Aye. Just your presence is healing, and that's what I said. Like even if you don't think you've got these psychic abilities, like everyone wants these psychic abilities all the time. It's like, but the thing is, you are always connected. Aye. You've got this cognizance where you've got intuition, you've got knowing it's connecting to it it's like a muscle isn't it like you said mm. you can't just go to the gym yes. and expect to be fit after one yes. day you know you've got to work you, <laughs> you know with the that you said the more you the more you've done this work jossie it's like you've become you said you you smell and you clear aliens and you clear sen- sentience and uh, what's the other one there's there's clear cognizance you clear audience clairvoyance yeah. mm. there's all these different gifts and you know i always say to everyone that when i do my podcast as well like I'm not special, you know. I'm just Pip and I'm on this planet and I'm unique, but so are you all listening. You're all unique. You have your uniqueness and you have your own personality. You have your gifts. You have your story. I think we mentioned this last time, Michelle. Like people buy into your story. 
Yeah. They resonate with you because, oh, you know, I've been through something similar or, you know, I like Pip's story about this or that. And again, with your story, Michelle, everyone's got a uniqueness to, to them and that's what resonates. Everyone likes that resonating energy and that comes from our tribe, doesn't it? Remember, our DNA is from tribal times and I that that's do. what fascinates me about, like, the old cultures and the Even tribes. Even when people do come and they're not from me, I refer them. Yeah. It's like, no, you need to go here. You, mm. This person could help you so much more. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like I said, if, I always say if, if you don't resonate with someone, find someone you do resonate with because it can make such a difference. Definitely. You know, like I said, like that's where you, you get to a point where you think, if it's like it is standing your truth, isn't it? Definitely. Like you want to help so many people, but it, you, you can't help everyone. And if like, you know, it's like for me, I say, oh, you know, go see Jossie, go see Michelle. Right. Like someone came to me and said, Pip, can you help with crystals? Ooh, go to Michelle because <laughs> it's like you know I'd love to be able to go and research it but you know you, that's the point of it and I think some lady actually reached out to me about doing a podcast interview and she said can we talk about crystals and I was like there's not much I can say about crystals <laughs> I know bits about my favorites oh. and I know like you know I know a little bit but I don't know a lot and that's just because it's not one of my topics that I could talk hours and hours and hours about and that's the point that's right. the whole point isn't it Definitely. so there is something else I wanted to ask you about that actually. Your this grandmother energy because I've I've seen the last three three or four weeks. There's been a lot about grandmother. Like I've I don't have my grandparents around anymore, and mm-hmm. I felt her a lot the last few weeks. And I've I, I called her in because like I know she's around, but sometimes they just need that. Can you show me around, please? Can you let me know you're around? And I like two weeks ago I was sat just wait. I woke up early before the kids to give meditation and in, in the in the lounge. And I just felt her. I could smell her, feel her. I, could, I felt like I could touch her. And I just, I, I couldn't stop crying all day. I was in tears all day. And what I found, I kept apologising for crying. Oh, I'm sorry. And even my partner said, why are you apologising for crying? It's, you, you're feeling it. You you miss yeah. your, grand, your grandmother. And my, my other grandparents, she died when I was 10. So it wasn't as, as recent. But yeah, I, this grandmother energy and... and the gifts we get passed down. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Jossie and Michelle, but like, there's this big emphasis right now for healing. Heal, 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 heal. And I totally agree with it. But what about your strengths and your gifts and your traits and what makes you beautiful? Like a lot of women that I've worked with, they're wanting to heal so badly, they're forgetting like how amazing they already are. You know, and I think yeah. this, and that grandmother energy reminds me of that because how many times would your grandmother or, or you know grandparents say, they, they always lift you up. Yeah. You know, especially my grandparents, they were always saying, you know how gifted you are and how beautiful you are. And whenever I passed an exam, she get me these little clever clog things. Yeah. And you're just like cuteness of it. But I know not everyone has a beautiful connection with grandparents or, you know, great grandparents. It depends on, you know, how your family dynamics was. But I just think grandmothers come up for me a lot. So with this grandmother energy, what what are you what is your take on it with like being passed down, especially with the culture? I was brought up with my grandparents, yeah. and my grandmother was the matriarch of yeah. the whānau, so she ruled everything. She was really tough, mm-hmm. really tough. She, you worked, that's how she, you showed mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you get up, you make your bed, everything mm-hmm. like that, like everything was routine. As soon as you eat, you cleaned up, mm-hmm. and the girls actually took over the, the household chores, plus outside. Yeah. So we also did that as well. But she, she knew I always was with her because mm-hmm. she knew I had these gifts. I didn't, I didn't realize, but she knew. And at that stage, looking back, 
I didn't realise that she actually would whisper in my ear certain things, ask me questions, and I'll answer them without even realising it. Yeah. Uh, but she she passed when I was fourteen, and then when I got when I reawoken and got back into and learnt healing and all Māori, she actually came back and she was my main spirit guide. Yeah. And so she helped me along that path until a few months ago, probably about four months ago, when I realised that I had to stand on my own and I actually had to cut her energy. Like the old energy though. Yeah. Because she was of that old energy and with that come control. Mm-hmm. So I had to actually cut that. It was really hard. Mm-hmm. She didn't want me to do that, so I went through a hard time and I was probably out for two two weeks where I couldn't really walk much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... She, after I managed to clear that, like she's still there, but not on the forefront like she used to be. It's like for me, it's funny I've mentioned that because it would come up for a reason. It's like that's the earthly energy you have to cut. Yeah. Her like ethric energy is the one you need, isn't it? Because she's gone to that unconditional love, like back to source. And yes. that's like you've got to cut the earthly 3D yes. energy yes. of how, you know, how she was. Because yes. again, when they go back up to spirit, it's... Yeah. You know, now it's fine. The connection's yeah. a lot more better now. Yeah. And I am fully in control of me. Yeah. Again, yeah. standing in truth. Yeah. Yeah, truth. That's, yes. The last few years it has been about truth, hasn't it? Like standing yeah. in your truth. And, and letting go of that old energy and yeah. going forward so we can help so much more yeah. people. Yeah. Another that I'm really intrigued about, and I'll ask you about this, Michelle, as well, is what Maori, what's the culture around like death and where you go after? Like, What's the whole process with that? Like you know, it's like I said, we the spiritual side. Like, what what do you, what's the belief? You know, with like, is there any gods, goddesses, things like that? Like, what for the for the culture in itself? For, for myself and my family, so we always. So when they they pass, it's from then we never allow our bodies to, or to papaku. Okay. What we call our father or people we know that pass. So we never allow them to be alone. Yeah. So there's always someone with them all the time, unless they have to go to the morgue. And mm-hmm. generally, if they allow us to, we will dress them, mm-hmm. and we will take them from there. So because of colonization, everything, um, and church, so a lot of Maori families still practice like we will have karakia, like prayer and things like that, and have like a service before we leave the morgue. Mm-hmm. I suppose there's a service as soon as they pass to when they go. So it's all about doing a um, karakia from when they pass, mm-hmm. everyone saying goodbye. And I suppose just saying goodbye all the time. So when they generally have just passed, we'll say goodbye, take them to the morgue, but we'll always try to be with them yeah. wherever they go. We don't leave them alone. And then when they do get the undertaker does their job, we'll come out, have another prayer mm-hmm. with them. Family will come in. And then we might have a little service from there and then take them back to either our house, uh, their house, or the marae. And then it's another porphyry process from mm. there on to taking them back to the marae and having them there for a few days, however many days people want to keep them. And then we generally have a last service. Uh, and then from there, going to bury. Mm. And then from there... Um, we lay them finally to rest. People have their final, final, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> goodbyes. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll have a kaihakari after that for everybody. 
uh, which is food that we like a feast mm. and then some families will have like a party afterwards and some don't yeah I mm-hmm. prefer not to yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. I don't drink so it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I prefer just to clean up the marae let's go yeah. but you yeah. know you've got to still look after the workers I'll put in a shout for the workers or whatever but yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's... and then there we will go and bless the house yeah and tramp the house mm-hmm. and then so that's doing another like kind of here and there around the house bless the house yeah 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 it's kind of like so does the culture kind of does the soul go back to the universe is it that kind of is oh, it... definitely. usually it's um i think it's seven days i think it's seven days they yeah. come back yeah and visit but even before that now that i'm more i suppose into spirituality mm-hmm. for me it's as it they could visit whenever they want yeah as soon as they pass or whatever now that i'm more open mm-hmm. yeah right it's just interesting how it's just every culture is different isn't it that's what i love about mm-hmm. it is like we all have and that's why i, I talk about it because of how unique each each of us are and that we have to respect each other's definitely yeah. and for me it's making sure that they go into the light yeah yeah they go into yeah. the light nothing nothing more nothingness mm-hmm. yeah 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 i would just been chatting to my youngest step uh, stepchild and he's seven and it's just beautiful how he like you know talks about heaven and it's just oh it's just beautiful you know just like nice just he's so innocent and yeah and so open yeah because i was like you can picture however you want heaven to be he's like really i'm like yeah yeah you can be however you want it to be you have a your theme park you have a big waterfall you can go to the beach he's like oh that's cool and he's that's you can see him <laughs> thinking about it it's just i just think it's really cute what about you michelle yeah, I don't really deal very well mm. with that. Yeah. And nor does my son. Mm. Um, my youngest is absolutely terrified yeah. of when he thinks of death. Yeah. And um, me, I I like to enjoy the time mm. of them being around and prior. Like when my grandma passed, I, I personally, I don't feel like I need to be at the funeral. Yeah. I feel, but you know, I know and understand it's respect to be there, but I think it's it's the importance of being involved before, mm-hmm. and I actually, I guess my son and I probably have, you know, a few things in common. I, d- I don't really cope with death. I understand the spiritual side of it. But the human that, 3D self's hard. Mm. Yeah, I can't deal with the, don't deal with the human side yeah, very well. Yeah. Mm. I remember sitting with my grandma when she was about to pass and she was just lying there with her eyes closed and I spiritually spoke to her yeah and then she just opened her eyes and stared at me Mm. and I knew she was going to pass that night whereas my mum wasn't aware and I didn't say anything to mum I just knew that grandma and I had a connection Mm. um I knew she was going to go but i I was at peace because yeah. I had spent that time before she left us. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the whole funeral thing, I really don't, I just, it's, for me, I just, yeah, I mean, I don't like to, I just can't The energy kind of goes, whoop. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. don't cope. I mean, I did sit with a, um, a Maori friend who had passed in the room with her it was the very first time i'd ever mm. been with a, yeah. a body yeah 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 um and it and i wanted 
the experience so I knew what it was like. Um, my husband didn't, he didn't, he stayed away. Um, and I could understand and respect the way other cultures um, look after their loved ones when they pass. But I, I had that gap with me. I can deal with yeah. the spiritual part at the beginning and the end and the connecting with them. And it's like today in this beautiful cabin that we do our readings and healings, there's um, things from people who have passed. Mm. Like the red chair was my granddad's. Mm. And when readers used to first come in here and do readings, one of them said to me, oh, your granddad told me to get off his lap. <laughs> <laughs> So I can cope with that side of it, but it's, yeah. yeah, the human side of it. It's just so interesting how the, how we're talking now and the, how it, the, the conversation goes like, ooh, like, yeah, did, did, yeah, so did, did. If someone dies, it was like, even though it was Prody, it was sad, yeah. we don't leave them alone. So yeah. that's how I was brought up. So I'm used to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, didn't know any mm. better, although I did have been to a service yeah. with other people and it, they, they just leave leave their, their mm. whānau member at the morgue or the chapel where yeah, they yeah, get them. Yeah. And to me, that was like, but, but you've got it. Like, because we stay yeah. with them. It's, it mm. was just unusual, weird for me to walk away yeah. and just leave them. Yeah. Yeah, because we usually stay with yeah. them and there's yeah. always someone with them. Mm. Yeah. It's just so interesting. That's what I love about these topics. They just flow in the right way. Like, they're not because we, we do even speak about like at the beginning should we talk about death and what's the process of it like it's just I would have been no thank you <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying but it, when it flows it's actually it comes it just comes and, and that's what I love about ebb and flow it's like it just naturally went to this this topic so should we talk about birth <laughs> uh, so I know you do readings and healings for the crystal point so if anyone wanted to book in with you Jossie would they have to go on the crystal point shop is that correct Yes, book one way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Automatic yeah. through our services page. Yeah, you can see when Jossie's available, what yeah. days and times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about whether I should ask Jossie the questions I asked you on the last one because I, did, I actually didn't pre. I didn't. I didn't give her them little hints. So I ask every single person who comes on Jossie these three questions at the end of an interview. They're not exam questions. Don't worry. They're they're just intuitive answers from yourself. So. The first one is, if you had a magic wand, how would you use it to save our world? I'd use it for peace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Peace on earth. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. Amazing. I love that answer. Short and sweet. Yep. It's <laughs> <Hits> me. Yeah. <laughs> With a little bit of laugh. <laughs> and a little sprinkle dust. Yep. Uh, the second question is, what are three things people can do right now to raise their consciousness? Three things they you can do to raise your consciousness self-love mm -hmm. to raise your vibration look after yourself like yeah. that self-love looking after yourself physically mentally spiritually yeah. and ground yeah ground yourself mm. Uh, talking about grounding sorry just to go back to what you said about the tumble stones that haven't been touched much and you said there's minerals in them is that what you mentioned about is it the tumble stone or oh, the raw sorry the raw the stones raw. Yeah. yeah so i just thought about it when you were talking about michelle the raw stones you said you, they've not been touched much so they're very good for grounding but... yeah yeah so my favorite grounding crystal would be a piece of raw smoky quartz yeah whoop, whoop. Yeah. yeah yeah 
I've actually, I've actually not got a smoky quartz for me. I should need Because a lot of time it. when we're not happy with being on earth, because, yeah. you know, we're told our purpose before we're born here, but we forget when you're born. Um, and often when we're uncomfortable with where our human life is going, we're not fully present in yeah. our body. Mm -hmm. So to bring the spiritual self back connected with the human self, um, having a piece of smoky quartz helps that connection. Yeah, because sometimes when you've been meditating for half an hour and you're like, I don't want to go back to my body, please. I want to stay in this <laughs> oh, realm, <yes>. please. <laughs> it's like when people are on the table doing it yeah. from, from when I'm giving them a healing, like doing midi midi. Yeah. It's like I've got to ground them. Yeah. And I keep telling them, when you get up, just sit up slowly, stay mm. there for a while, and then two feet touch the ground at the same time. Yeah. But sit there for a while to yeah. make sure that you grounded yeah i've been doing that with clients from home when i've finished a reiki session i'll take them outside and we'll just hold hands socks off nice. on the grass sometimes i'll wash the feet like that's ran yeah. again intuitively yeah. like randomly i'll just want to wash the feet and yeah. they're nice. like i love this because obviously like <laughs> washing feet's very sacred and things like that so um, i think it, it is important to to ground yourself especially when you are doing spiritual work because we did come here to have a human experience after all definitely and drinking of water. Yes. 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 Can you drink moon water? Yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah, I was thinking oh, that. I yeah. haven't tried that. I've <laughs> that to the crystals. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That'd be good for cleansing. Yeah. <laughs> the last question, Jossie, is if you had the whole world at your attention right now, what would you say to them? Be kind. Yeah. <laughs> be kind. Be kind, yeah. And love. Mm. Love is the most powerful power that you can possess it is yeah i think that's what we all want sprinkle that shit everywhere sorry I know. yeah we can do yeah you do i said like i think deep down that's what we truly want yes. is love and that's who we are is love yes. and i think we just i said when we're born we forget it that we're actually just our love Definitely. so is there anything else you wanted to mention before we say goodbye for the day until the next time any of the meshes coming through If not, totally fine. The audience can wait if you need need a few minutes. I did have something come through and then I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> There's that flow. I was, I was thinking this is fun, the three of us doing this, we'll have mm. to do it more often. I like it because it's just literally like having a conversation between friends. You know, you could even do a group. It's, you know, it's not hard to do. And it's, it brings different people's experience and perspective, yeah. Yes. And I really hope you've enjoyed it as well. It's gone so fast talking to you. Like, it really has. Like, we're nearly at 40 minutes. I'm like, what? <laughs> so if you are in New Zealand, Hamilton especially, and you want to book in with Jossie, you can go onto the Crystal Point website. I know you also have other healers and readers on the website as well, so you can yes, find them all do. on there. Yeah. Yep. Find someone you resonate with. Find a healer. Find a reader. And if you have any questions, reach out to Michelle reach out to Jossie as well. I'm sure she'll be happy to ask questions, whatever you need. Definitely. And I'm just excited to, this is like a new thing for me. I've never done two. You know, I've never interviewed two people. I don't know why. I was obviously met, saving it for uh, for here. And if you have any questions, guys, you know, for any of us, just please reach out. Really hope you've enjoyed learning more about the Maori culture as I have and the crystals. I feel like I'm walking away like I've learned a lot today, which awesome. is just great. I love it because I'm normally the teacher and I'm just, I'm being a student today. I just loved it. Yeah, we do. So uh, as always, guys, please share this with your family and friends and please leave a five-star review and we'll be back soon with another episode. Bye, guys. Thank you, dear.
I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.